Good morning and welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. When they say laughter is the best medicine, it's no joke. You know that feeling after a good belly laugh, you almost feel your whole body relax. There are lots of positive benefits of having humor in our life. Laughter gives our endorphins a boost throughout the day. It also lowers anxiety, decreases blood pressure, and helps relieve tension and stress. And laughter can actually help improve our immune system. On the flip side, negative thoughts could impair our immune system. Laughter also helps us connect with each other and gives us personal satisfaction when we're able to use humor to deal with difficult situations. Now more than ever, a little humor goes a long way, so it's important that we remember our blessings and learn to laugh at the little things. As the Monty Python song says, always look on the bright side of life. Find out more about the positive health effects of laughter on our health page at WFPG.com, on our app, or on our Facebook page. Lots more coming up today, so keep it right here for Living Well with Robin Stoloff on Light 96.9. When we're trying to lose weight, we need every advantage we can get. So here's something that can help when it comes to exercise. There is a best time to do it. And yes, it's what you always thought. It's in the morning. We can actually burn up to twice as much fat by working out before we eat breakfast, according to a study in the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Metabolism. A group of overweight people followed identical diets and fitness routines for six weeks. The one difference? Some people exercised before eating breakfast, while others exercised after eating breakfast. At the end of the study, the people who exercised before burned much more fat. The reason, say the researchers, is that their bodies used stored fat for energy rather than turning to food that was just consumed. Working out before eating also helped the people in the study maintain steady blood sugar throughout the day. The researchers say the positive benefits of exercising before you eat should happen without making any other changes to your diet or exercise routine. They say timing is everything. And based on this study, the best time to work out is in the morning before you eat breakfast. Living well on Light 96.9. If you're like me, you are not fond of the cold weather, but imagine being stuck in your car in frigid temperatures. We really should be prepared for that. And here to tell us how is Diane Kincannon, Communications Director for the American Red Cross New Jersey. Thanks for joining us. Yes, we remember a few years back, there was a lineup of cars on 95 stuck for hours upon hours in freezing cold weather. It could be life-threatening. Definitely, Robin. And, And we all think, oh, well, it's New Jersey. We could just get out of the car and walk to safety. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. So why not just follow some safety tips from the Red Cross, a few items to have in your car so that if that should happen to you, you and your family are better prepared. So what are some of the items we should have? Simple things like blankets and or sleeping bags for every member of your family. Some rain gear, extra sets of dry clothing, mittens and socks. Don't forget those socks and wool hats. Bring along plastic bags for sanitation. Things like canned fruits and nuts and high-energy snack bars. If you bring cans, don't forget that non-electric can opener. (laughs) Um, If you are setting out to travel, bring some warm broth and a thermos and always have water on hand. Cell phone and cell phone charger. Don't forget that charger to have it in the car. Very important. If you can, plan to travel during the daylight and take another person along with you. But most important, Let someone else know what your route is going to be. And you have wonderful car emergency kits along with first aid kits on your website. What is that? That would be redcross.org at the Red Cross store. 
And you can also find a lot of winter storm preparedness information at redcross.org slash preparenj. Great winter safety tips, especially when we're on the road in these cold temperatures. Thanks so much, Diane Kincannon of the American Red Cross, New Jersey. You are living well on Light 96.9. So do you hear about this? People are praising the benefits of weighted blankets and for good reason. Some research suggests weighted blankets may benefit people with anxiety, autism, and insomnia, among other conditions. For many people, weighted blankets have become a routine part of stress relief and healthy sleep habits. Weighted blankets are therapeutic covers that weigh between 5 and 30 pounds. The pressure from extra weight mimics a therapeutic technique called deep pressure stimulation, which uses hands-on pressure to relax the nervous system. This may help relieve pain, lessen anxiety, and even improve mood. Deep pressure stimulation doesn't have to be completely hands-on. With weighted blankets, the same pressure comes from having the blanket wrapped around your body. But be warned, weighted blankets should not be used for toddlers under two and some people who have asthma or sleep apnea. But if you don't have these conditions, you might want to try a warm weighted blanket on a cold winter night. You are living well with Robin Stoloff on Light 96.9. In just 90 minutes, we can learn the warning signs of suicide and possibly save a life. The Mental Health Association in New Jersey encourages all of us to get this training. Here with more is Jamie Angelini, statewide director of special projects for the Mental Health Association. Jamie, sadly, suicide rates are on the rise, especially in our younger people. What can each of us do to help change this? But I think one of the things to remember is that suicide does not discriminate. It can impact any one of us our families, our friends, our communities. And yet research has showed that the numbers have continued to rise over the last decade. So one of the things that we really focus on at MHANJ is suicide prevention training for everyone, not just for mental health professionals, but for individuals in the community. We call it gatekeeper training because we really say that suicide prevention is all of our business. Every one of us can learn to recognize the signs and can have the courage to ask some questions if we're worried about someone who we think might be feeling suicidal. After a tragedy like this, people who knew the person often say, I didn't know, there were no signs, we we couldn't tell, they seemed so happy. But looking back, there might have been signs they could have picked up. And your QPR program trains people to recognize the warning signs of suicide and save lives. It stands for Question, Persuade, and Refer. Tell us more about it. QPR is a 90-minute training. And through the training, we teach everybody how to look for warning signs. You know, most times, not all, but most times, the research tells us there's some warning sign. But we don't always know what it is or what to look for. So in a training like that, we really break down different signs that we might look for, how to question someone, that's the cue, and it's asking about suicide, saying to someone directly, are you thinking about suicide? You know, there's a myth that if we ask about it or talk about it, it would put it in someone's head. We know that's simply not true. Um, Oftentimes, if we ask directly, someone feels relief that we've noticed they're in emotional pain. And then the P is persuade someone to stay with us and stay alive. And the R is refer, because as gatekeepers in the community, we're connecting. And we have a lot of resources available in our communities. We just need to know who they are, what they are, and how to connect someone who needs help immediately. QPR, a 90-minute training that can actually save someone's life. Where can we learn more about it? You can go on our website, mhanj.org. Jamie Angelini, Director of Special Projects for the Mental Health Association in New Jersey. Thank you for sharing this important information. You are living well on Light 96.9. Most of us have experienced running late when we can't find our phone or car keys in the morning. It's such a frustrating feeling. 
This is a common occurrence, with one study finding Americans spend 2.5 days a year looking for misplaced items. That adds up to about six months over our lifetime. What? The top misplaced item? The TV remote. Yes, we've all been there. Followed by phones, keys, glasses, and believe it or not, shoes. What's more, we spend more than $2 billion each year replacing items, and more than half of us are regularly late for work or school due to frustrating searches. One of the most important steps we can take is to have a home for everything, a place for our keys, a place for our phones and glasses. Let's stop the insanity. To get more tips, check out our blog, How Not to Lose Things, at WFPG.com. Click health on the dropdown of our app or visit our Facebook page. Living Well on Light 96.9. Eating disorders are more common than we might think. In fact, many people suffer from them in silence. Joining us now is Dr. Christina Castanini. She is a clinical psychologist and certified eating disorder specialist. Thanks for joining us. You had an eating disorder many years ago in your 20s, and you decided to use that experience to help others through your podcast and your clinical practice. Tell us what you do. Thanks for having me, Robin. I really want to get the word out there and have people understand some of the myths that are out there in social media and help people understand the things that I didn't understand back in my 20s. You know, I just thought I was a bad dieter. I'll be honest. I didn't really realize I was sick. And I think a lot of people out there don't understand that they're sick. They think, you know, they go from diet to diet. They're yo-yoing with their weight up and down and they just think, gosh, I, I have no willpower. I'm lazy. I'm failing constantly. I can't get a hold of my weight. Tried everything known to man. And what they're not really realizing is that they really do have an eating disorder. What their whole life revolves around food. It revolves around weighing themselves. They're checking themselves in the mirror. If the number on the scale goes up or down, it will affect their entire mood for the day. It'll affect their self-esteem. Sometimes people will socially isolate and not go out just because that number on the scale went up. That sounds like most women I know. (laughs) Right? It's horrible. Very common. Right? And most people think of an eating disorder as anorexia or bulimia, something very severe, but there's all levels of eating disorders. And you try to help your patients to understand that. Yes, because I think there's this awareness when they start working with somebody like myself, who's a therapist and thinking like, wait, my whole life does revolve around this. If I eat the quote unquote good food, I'm good now, right? If I eat the quote unquote bad food, I'm bad. When you start to have that emotional tie to the food that you eat, that's a problem. Food is fuel and nutrition. It's not meant to you know, determine how you feel about yourself. There's this fear of food sometimes. Like if I eat this, I'm going to gain weight. There's this weight bias in our society. You know, if you're quote unquote fat, something's wrong with you. You know, your value and worth specifically for women, most of the time is based on your size. And so if you're in a larger body, there is a lot of weight discrimination. So there's this pressure out there to lose weight, to look a certain way. And if you don't, you know, something's wrong with you. There are so many emotions and stigmas connected to food and weight. And that's what you discuss in your podcast, Behind the Bite. Where can people find you if they want to work with you? Behindthebitepodcast.com or my clinical um, website is freedomtowellnesscounseling.com. Freedom to Wellness Counseling. Thanks so much for joining us, Dr. Christina Castanini. And there is so much more to say about this topic. Dr. Castanini and I get into many more details on my podcast, Living Well with Robin Stoloff. Listen wherever you get your podcast or watch the video of our conversation on my YouTube channel. Of course, Living Well with with Robin Stoloff. Thank you so much for being with me today. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram for bite-sized tips to help you learn more and live better. Join me next Sunday morning at 10 for Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Until then, keep living well.